This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, guys. What is up? It has been a while, I know, but I am officially back for season two of the Freelance Friday podcast, and I could not be more excited to be back here. I hope you are excited about the show being back as well. I've missed talking to you guys. I've missed hearing your feedback every single week. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this season. I think it's going to be good. So to kick us off for the second season, I thought what I'd do is just kind of get reacquainted and give you guys a little bit of an update on why I've been gone for so long and what's been going on in my business, in my life and do a Q&A. I have gotten a ton of questions while I've been gone in all of my inboxes, my social inboxes, my uh, email box over at ajourneyeast.com slash ask. That's where you guys can ask questions if you want them to be featured on the show moving forward. But I thought I'd just clear some of the most common questions and the uh, oldest questions, get those out of the way, and just give you a little life update. Welcome to the Freelance Friday podcast. My name is Latasha James and I'm your host. This podcast is a deep dive into the challenging, exciting, and oh so rewarding world of freelancing. From tips and advice to interviews with the people who are doing it right, this show is for anyone looking to get their hands a little bit dirty and make monetizing their passion a reality. Let's get started. Please, please, please make sure to let me know what's going on in your life and in your business. I want to hear from you guys too, so make sure to uh, shoot me a message. You can screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories. Let me know what's going on in your life. I would love to know. And also, one of the best ways to keep in touch with me if you really want to chat kind of one-on-one is by joining my Facebook group. So it's called Money Making Micro Influencer. And you can join that group. It's not just for like Instagram influencers. It's for everybody. It's for freelancers, wannabe freelancers, influencers, bloggers. It's just called that because that was the name of one of my courses. And uh, yeah, I check that group every single day and we have a lot of fun there. So yeah, if you ever want to chat with me, that's a good way to find me. So I guess I'll start with my little updates here. So big reason why I've been gone for a long time is just because I've been super busy, but I've also been trying to kind of get a grip on my health. So I haven't been feeling very good lately. I've been dealing with migraines, which have been kind of a persistent problem throughout my adult life, but they've gotten really, really bad and like to the point where they're kind of debilitating again. And there've been days where I couldn't get out of bed because of them. So I've been trying to get to the root of that issue and, you know, going to doctors and all of that stuff, but also just trying to take it easy to see if maybe stress has had anything to do with it. And I never think of my extra side gig type stuff, like the podcast and YouTube and all that stuff. I never think of that as stress because it's really not. It's really fun for me. And I'm just a very creative person. I I can't sit still. I like 
I would be so bored if I didn't have these extra projects, but it still is, you know, uh, it takes energy out of you and it can be stressful when things don't go right. So I wanted to just kind of put a pause and chill out a little bit on those things just to see if that was really making a difference. So yeah, that's kind of the big reason that I've been gone. And then there's been tons of other little issues that have been, uh, or not issues, just things. So one of the big things that has kept me from the podcast is going to Europe. So I went to Europe in late April, which seems like forever ago now. And yeah, I just had a week. It it was really only a week. I think it was like eight or nine days that we were gone. We went to London and to Paris. And I just really wanted to be totally tuned out from all work stuff. So I didn't do any work stuff. I just ate good food, hung out with my partner, and, you know, just lived life. And I fell in love with Paris. I mean... I would move there tomorrow like honestly I just loved it so much and I was expecting to really get right back to work after my Europe trip but honestly going to Paris and I feel like everybody who goes to Europe for the first time has this like awakening you know but I did I felt like when I got back I just actually wanted to take things slower the pace the lifestyle there is just so different and I feel like you know I met with friends there actual young working professionals there and even they just had a different quality of life a different lifestyle a slower pace and I don't know I just really I feel like my eyes were opened you know and I was like man like I don't know the way that we do things in America is just so like work first friends and family second and I don't know I just really got kind of inspired to start putting my relationships my friendships my family before everything else at least for a little bit so that's what I did. I just kind of took things slow and uh, yeah, just just kind of hung out and got back in the groove of being back in America. And then I got to work. <laughs> As a lot of you know, I have a signature course. It's called A Journey Social. A Journey Social is a guide to beginning a freelance social media management business. So it teaches you everything that you need to know about marketing yourself online and client workflow and all of that fun stuff and it's been really successful so many of you have taken it if you haven't yet uh, I'll make sure to have a link down in the uh, show notes for you yeah I've gotten so much great feedback from it and I looked at it one day and I was like oh my gosh this is like embarrassing that this is out for people because it is just the most terrible design my voiceover is like awful it's just, it's not the quality that I'm used to now. I created this course, I guess, a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And I've just grown so much and learned technology so much better and all of that. So I really wanted to redo the course so that you guys could get the quality that you are used to now and that quality that you deserve. So I've been working on redoing all of the slides redoing all of the voiceovers, filming new videos for it, and also adding a bunch of additional content. So the reason that I wanted to do this instead of doing like a journey social version too is just because I do feel like, you know, as my business has progressed and as I've been getting feedback from people, there are a couple of things that I think could be expanded on. So I went ahead and did some extra content. Now, this is going to be launching very soon. And I do just want to note that if you've already purchased a journey social, you will get these course updates. So I will be letting you guys know 
when it is when when everything's ready and you will get the new updates so you can go ahead and go back through the course if you'd like and see what is new within it so don't worry you're not missing out on anything but the course is going to go up in price it's very very affordable right now at only $19 and it just doesn't make sense to keep it that low especially when I'm adding all of this new content so Make sure if you are interested in the course, I would just say you should probably purchase it now so that you'll get all of the updates even after the price increases and all of that. So that's kind of been the big projects for me. And then other than that, I've hired an apprentice, which has been awesome. Her name is Emily and I love having her on my team. She's been really helpful and hopefully I can get her on an episode. I'll have to ask her about that, but she's been really helpful. And I actually found her through a service called Genem. Genem is a really cool service that allows you to host apprenticeships for three month windows. So she's working with me throughout the summer and you'll see her in the Facebook group interacting, uh, doing some kind of community management stuff. And she's also been helping me with a lot of branding stuff and design type stuff. So yeah, I've been just kind of dealing with getting her onboarded and I've loved having her around. Other than that, nothing too, too new. I joined a co-working space, which I've actually just been going to on the weekends and nights really because my partner, he does a radio show. I think we talked about it last season. And so he actually does a lot of like streaming from our home when he's not at his job. And we live in a pretty small apartment. So I just wanted some space to go to when he was doing like streaming and things like that in the evenings or whatever weekends. So that's been really fun too. It's been nice to have another place to go to get some work done. I just feel like I get a new energy when I go there. You know, it's like, I don't know, even though I'm, I'm doing the same thing I'd be doing at home at my own desk, it's just being in a different environment. It's in a smaller town, which is nice. So I get a little different sense of community out there. It's just been good, I think. So that's really what I've been doing while I've been gone. And uh, yeah, let me know, like I said, what updates, what's new in your life. I have such an exciting season planned. I have so many good things coming and um, yeah, I just can't wait to share everything with you. And then lastly, I also did a podcast interview where I was actually the interviewee (laughs) recently, which I'm super excited about. It's going to be listed in the show notes if you want to go give it a listen. It's a great show. If you guys like this show, you'll actually love Steve's show. It's called Being Freelance. So you can go ahead and listen to that. Really enjoyed it. And uh, it was a good way to kind of shake me and, and, and get me back onto my podcast too. I realized after being interviewed by him that I was like, hey, this is fun. Why am I not doing my podcast? So yeah. Go give that a listen if you would like to. So like I said, these questions kind of came from a variety of places. So I am just going to hop right into them. The first question, aside from the people who utilize social media for varying reasons, if there was one thing you could change about social media in today's society, what would it be and why? So yeah, that's kind of a tough question. I mean, I guess I would just say, you know, social media can be really overwhelming sometimes for me and and this is kind of part of the reason I've been gone too, to be completely honest with you. It gets so competitive, I think, and so like, I I just feel like I'm constantly comparing myself to others and I'm constantly looking at people who launch something. I'm like, wait, like, why do they have this? And I've been doing this longer and I, you know, like there's just always, there's always going to be that. And as much as I say, I don't pay attention to that and I don't care because I really don't, you know, it, it still bothers you to some extent. So sometimes I wish that there was a way to like hide like the number of likes and stuff 
the number of likes you get on your posts or something like that because that's honestly not why I do it and it does get addicting it does get addicting when you see the number next to your picture like sometimes I just wish that there was a way to like filter you know like it can still be there but maybe I could just turn off the likes or something like that I don't know but yeah I mean I think it's also on us to just be better than that and know that that is not the end goal that that is not the most important thing and that we really have the power to control what we're doing of course you know if I feel overwhelmed and stressed out by social media I realize that's not serving me so I'm gonna just turn it off for a while so I'm sure you guys notice that sometimes I do kind of go silent you know sometimes it's a week before I post another Instagram photo even on YouTube a lot of the times I batch film and batch edit, so I'm not actually filming every week. You know, I'm filming once a month or so. And so if it's overwhelming to me, I just, you know, continue with my scheduled uploads, but I don't I don't get myself too involved in that world. So yeah, I think I would say that, just the competition and all the numbers games, it drives me nuts sometimes. How do you introduce yourself to people in order to make business contacts? Believe it or not, I'm painfully shy, so it's hard handing my business card to people and saying, hey, I know tech stuff, I can help you. Yeah, I mean, I am kind of the same way. I don't know if I would say I'm shy, but I'm, I'm definitely one of those people who, like, I don't like the attention to be on me. I don't like to brag. I don't know how to take a compliment. Like, I'm definitely that kind of person. So it can be challenging for me, and I think it's really just getting the right opportunity to introduce yourself like don't you know I wouldn't do that just to somebody walking down the street obviously but I feel much more confident doing that in a business type environment so I go to a ton of conferences whether they're like big conferences or just local conferences networking events uh, things in the creative community things in the business community around here and so at those situations I think it's pretty pretty typical to be asked those questions like hey what do you do you know and yeah that makes it so much easier to go in for your elevator pitch if you will I just find it so much easier for myself to communicate via written word I don't know why but I just really have a hard time speaking like actually talking to people I I get like really anxious and so if I have an opportunity to email somebody versus talk to them in person or on the phone, I will go down that route instead. So maybe you are not the best at, you know, talking to people and handing out your card physically, but you can do some nice intro emails and kind of some cold emails. So find what works for you. And I really like to just start a conversation like, hey, do you want to go grab a coffee next week and talk about it? Or do you have 10 minutes for a quick call? Like, don't make it seem too overwhelming. Like, hey, like hire me because you know, people aren't just going to like randomly hire you. But if you can turn it into just, hey, I want to like get to know you and your business, then you can kind of expand and upsell from there. And then this one, how do you explain freelance content creation? I keep saying I make a living by being myself online. Yeah, again, I mean, I think that a lot of people get it now. I think blogger is a pretty common term, like people know what that is even Instagrammer or influencer, I think people kind of understand that now, but it is sort of a weird thing to talk about. I usually tell people I'm a blogger, even though it's funny because I don't even have a blog anymore. I mean, I guess I do, but it's not one that I update. So yeah, I usually just tell people I blog or I create content and then they usually ask a bunch of questions. Sometimes I'll say I'm a YouTuber depending on 
kind of like the generation that the person is in. If they're a millennial or Gen X or Gen Z, obviously they know what that is. But sometimes people like my mom's age don't really understand what that is. So I just use those words, blogger, YouTuber. And yeah, I just say I create content. I And I really share my purpose, which my purpose has definitely changed over time. You know, in the beginning, it was just documenting my life and being myself online. But I think now my purpose has gotten a little bit different. You know, not that one is better or worse, but I explain to people that I like to help, you know, aspiring freelancers kind of find their voice online and navigate the digital world. And I share tips and tricks that I've learned from years of being a social media manager. So just share what you do. And usually people think it's really cool. I I always get nervous about telling people about it for some reason, but you'll find that people are generally pretty, you know, supportive of it. Would you ever consider being interviewed by a YouTuber if they came to your location and also did the podcast with you? I love collaboration and I really need to get better about it. I have so many amazing friends and even just people who aren't my friends, but people who I admire online that are so talented and that I know would collab with me. And I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know why I don't do it. I just, it's time, it's effort. It's, you know, it's all that stuff. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to do a little bit more this year. But yeah, I mean, I would, I, I've never really done in-person stuff and I would probably have to know the person quite well to like meet up with them. I don't just meet up with obviously strangers online unless we're at like a, an event or something like a conference or something than I would. But yeah, I mean, I would totally love to collaborate with people. I'm pretty much an open book. So if anyone ever does have collaboration ideas, feel free to, you know, shoot me your pitch. I guess the only thing with that and my only advice for people who are looking to collaborate with me or with anybody else is just make sure that you have a, a good, uh, idea of what you want to do before you ask the person, because I've definitely been on the receiving end of like collab pitches and it's just kind of like, Hey, do you want to collab sometime? And then I'm like, sure, I'd love to. What were you thinking? And they're like, Oh, um, and like they don't have any ideas. And you know, you should really just make it easy for the person who you're looking to collaborate with. So things can go really seamlessly. So kind of come up with a pitch and an idea of what you want to do with them and then shoot it over to them. And I think you'll probably be surprised by how many people would say yes to you if you framed it that way. How do you track clients' social media performance without using paid websites? I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Great question. And this is something that I am covering in the A Journey Social relaunch because I do know that analytics and reporting was something a lot of people wanted a little bit more expanded info on. But the long and the short of it, you know, one of the best pieces of advice that I've heard from somebody um, about this is the social media networks native analytics tools show you the most relevant information for those networks, if that makes sense. So, you know, we're always looking for these third party platforms and tools. And yeah, those things make things easier for us. But honestly, if I want to know Facebook analytics, I'm going to go directly to Facebook insights and pull those numbers from there because those are going to be the most accurate. And also Facebook is going to display to you the numbers that they think you should really be paying attention to. So there is really no like quick, easy tip that I have on this. I pull all of my my clients' numbers natively. I used to use a tool called Social Pilot, which does have some really nice reporting. So if you are looking for something just really quick and easy, you can check out Social Pilot. 
I really like the reporting on there. And I also heard that Sprout Social has some of the best reporting for social. But I actually just have created my own little template where every month I go in and I, you know, screenshot certain areas and fill in certain areas and then send them a PDF report or go over it with them on a call or whatever that client, um, however that client prefers to receive their information. But what you're reporting on is really going to depend on what the objectives are. So you know, whenever you're working with a client, you have to start with key objectives or goals because everyone is going to be different. So, you know, for an e-commerce store, I'm probably going to be reporting on the Facebook pixel. I'm probably going to be reporting on actual purchases and advertising ROI. For an event, I'm going to be probably reporting on reach and engagement about, you know, people use how many people were using the hashtag, what types of images were shared, that kind of thing. So it really just depends on what the objective is and what the client is uh, in terms of which actual figures I'm reporting to them. So I hope that was helpful. So the last question that I'm going to answer today is when you first started freelancing, did you have an LLC? Did you immediately have any legal guidance? Do you feel like either or are a must when first growing your freelance business? So I have to put this disclaimer out every time I talk about this stuff. I'm not a legal professional. I'm not a financial professional. I This is not business or legal or tax or financial advice of any any way. And also, I... I I hesitate with answering these questions just because everything is so different. First of all, when I first started, like I'm sure laws have changed. There's the big tax reform that just happened this year. Um, and then also location. I live in Michigan, so things could be so different in California. Like I really have no idea. But from what I understand, this is pretty general information. Again, not advice, just like anecdotal information is that you can operate as a sole proprietor pretty much anywhere. That's my understanding. I think that's how most freelancers operate is just, you know, as themselves. And that's what I started. I set up my LLC. I actually just set up my LLC like two years ago and it's called James and Park. If anyone's curious, I did set up an LLC really just because I had reached, uh, you know, a certain tax threshold and all that stuff where it just made sense. And I started to to get um, business assets and all of that stuff and I wanted a business bank account and business credit card and so I could keep my 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 uh, expenses separate but long story short I operated just as Latasha James for many years Um, and when you use platforms like Upwork or Guru or any of those freelancing boards they will send you I can't remember what it's called It's like a W-2, but I think it's the 1099. I think that's what it is, a 1099 form. Those platforms will send you those, so you don't really have to worry about, like, the tax, you know, uh, forms and all of that stuff. I mean, you have to still save money for your taxes, but you don't need to worry about submitting your forms anywhere or anything like that if you are using those platforms. Or at least I didn't. Let me rephrase when I was using those, I didn't have to worry about that stuff because they do generate those at the end of the year for you. Um, you know, YouTube or Google, they send me a 1099 form every year for my taxes and it's, it's made out to Latasha James, like sole proprietor, not my business. So yeah, you know, I didn't think that I needed an LLC for a while. It took me a while before I felt like I I needed to do that. Um, what was the other question? Did you immediately have legal guidance? Um, no, not really. I so when I when I did start freelancing, I was going to school. I went to school for political science 
and film, but I actually was kind of doing some pre-law stuff. So I had resources to our like law library and law professors, which was really nice. So I did ask them some questions and did a lot of research on my own. Uh, yeah, could you guys imagine if I would have went to law school? I feel like I'd be like Elle Woods, totally. Um, but yeah, so I did do that. Another thing that you can do is go to, at least at my hometown's library, we had what was called a law library within our public library. So again, they had, I don't know if they were actual lawyers who worked in that section or if they're just, you know, like librarians who really studied law or whatever, but they were very helpful, the people there, and they could really guide me to the right places if I did have questions. So I didn't actually sit down with a lawyer, no, but I did do a lot of research. Yeah, I mean, I operated as a sole proprietor for years. I started my LLC. I filed all the paperwork on my own for my LLC. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I hired an accountant and lawyer later on just to make sure that everything I had done was correct. But yeah, that's that's kind of the long answer to your question. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to wrap up the Q&A. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll be back next Friday with a new episode. I'm so excited to get rolling with the season. I've got some great one-on-one episodes, some great interviews coming up, and I'm still scheduling interviews, so if you guys have anyone who you'd really like to see on the show, make sure to let me know. Uh, So yeah, I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Hope you enjoyed, and see you soon. Bye. And that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to let me know. Rating this podcast is a huge help. And you can also tweet me at a journey east with comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Lastly, make sure to join my private Facebook group, Money Making Micro Influencer, if you're interested in elevating your influence and taking charge of your personal brand. There are so many like-minded, bright individuals in there, and it's a place I love to offer up free advice and a little bit of extra fun into. You can find it by searching Facebook for Money Making Micro Influencer. It'll also be linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. 